action. What if I didn't want to buy the potion? I love cowboys. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 84 of An Apotheosis of a Bombast. I'm Elton McManus and I'll be guiding you through some weird and wonderful news stories and websites hopefully. Um, Scott is not with me this weekend, apparently he's dancing in the car park with some stormtroopers and Ewoks and Jawas because it's uh, Star Wars Disney weekend apparently, so he's over there, the lucky git. But I'm joined today with uh, four guest producers, hopefully. Uh, they are Dave. Hiya. Uh, Mike. Hello. Rich. Hello. And Andrew. Hello. Okay, so we got all the voices and names sorted out. Um, so, where do I start? Uh, I take it everyone survived the rapture stroke zombie apocalypse. No, not really. I'm, I'm currently calling from the depths of hell. The connection is surprisingly good. <laughs> I did worry about all the, the poor people who were going to float up to heaven, but were inside at the time. And <laughs> so, merely ended up stuck on the top of the ceiling for a bit. Well, well, on the trip out today, I saw four priests walking along, so... We know they've been busy doing something God didn't like. Surely that's from <laughs> Gran Turismo 1, where you could run over four Hare Krishnas. You mean GTA 1? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the fella. Uh, that's yeah, well, apparently, um, May the 21st was only the start of the rapture. It's going to carry on for five months. Are they rolling it out in stages, like a Microsoft beta system? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was supposed to happen, all the all the good people that God liked, was, he was going to take them all up into his heavenly spaceship, and <laughs> then all the dead would rise from the grave. Now, I've got a graveyard just around the corner from my house, and no one has seen anyone. You know, Mrs. Thompson, who was buried there two weeks ago, or anything like that. So that hasn't happened yet. But the people have been seeing Elvis for years. If the dead rise, are the, can they give evidence in court? Because if they can, I'm fucked. <laughs> and your your garden's got pretty hefty holes in it now. Oh, we concreted it over years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Hollywood has prepared us for this eventuality, and when the dead do rise from the grave, we just need to cross the streams on top of a large apartment building in New York, and uh, <laughs> everything will be fine. But only if our, only if the personification of evil is either a skinny woman with a flat top or a giant marshmallow man. Yeah, which it almost certainly will be. So, uh, <laughs> what's Chris Jones doing these days? <clears throat> It wasn't Grace Jones in Ghostbusters. I know, I know. <laughs> Someone you've never heard of. <laughs> I'm curious as to who it is now. I'll look oh. that up. Well, okay, what's everyone's weapon of choice for the zombie apocalypse then? You. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm rather blunt. Yeah, but you do make a good source of bait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to run fast, I just have to run faster than you. That's the old. <laughs> I just probably hide in the flat and hope it all got better on its own. <laughs> in other words, bury your head in the sand. I've been slowly over the years I've been building up a network of friends who are either elderly or with child. And so, you know, whenever the end time does come, I just have to outrun them and that's not going to be hard. 
Um, Good time. Yep. I'm playing the long game. Yeah, but zombie kids are one of the scariest ones around, surely. Not really, because you can just kick the little lunchbox-sized fuckers ten yards. Yeah, but then they come back quicker, don't they? <laughs> and then they get their friends. I just I would stick on zombie CBBs. Which, <laughs> if you don't think the B, the BBC would jump on that in an instant. <laughs> Zombies. Zombie. <laughs> oh Christ! Well, uh, God said that He would um, cause like tremendous. I think it was earthquakes and volcanoes to erupt, and turns out there was a, there, well, there was a volcano that erupted what, two days ago. I think it was it back in Wasn't Iceland it? again. Yeah, the brother of the uh, one in Iceland. Yeah, God's yeah, a bit but... mardy, isn't he? I mean, really, are you, you know, am I allowed to be angry with everybody that doesn't buy my product? Really, yes. it's a bit childish, isn't it? Mm. Sort of. I know you guys don't believe in me, so I'm going to ruin everything for you. So there. That's that's just really childish. God's an I, infant. I just think <laughs> he's 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 betting on winners here because a volcano will erupt in Iceland. Really? Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> tomorrow a man will get drunk in Ireland. <laughs> the day after that, a a priest will molest someone in Boston. What a surprise. <laughs> So no one's worried about zombies coming up and riding from the grave and... Not worried, excited, maybe. Excited. I'm, I'm kind of... It's the kid zombies or Nazi zombies that worry me the most. But I don't think there's many Nazi yeah. graves around here. So I imagine Nazi zombies going to be pretty outcast. Like, obviously <laughs> normal zombies going to be relatively outcast. Then it's like, oh, look at those, they're zombies and racist. Yeah. They'd point and laugh at them. Well, no, I just think the zombie, uh, Nazi, the Nazi zombies are going to be fighting the Jewish zombies. Eventually, though, the uh, equal opportunities people would make them have to work with uh, non-Nazi zombies. <laughs> and, to retain your uh, Nazi status. As you yeah, they'd be quite upset about that and eventually disband, I think. <laughs> they'd be stripped of their red banner around their arm. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just thinking, Nick, Nick Griffin, he... How long will it be when the zombies do arrive before someone caves his skull? He wasn't a zombie. He wasn't dead. Well, he looked like he was. <laughs> and he was a Nazi. Yes. <clears throat> All the Nazi zombies have walked to him like a moth to the flame. <laughs> and just gather around him, just bashing their head against him. <laughs> uh, Rubbing against his leg. <laughs> Bits dropping off at the same time as well. And I have to thank you guys as well for bringing me into, uh, well, pointing me in the direction of zombie porn, you dirty bits. <laughs> I didn't Not even filthy. know it existed. <laughs> I, I actually also don't know it existed. I, I didn't. Uh, I have to clear myself of that one. So, so do I. Porn. Play Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who else was it going to be? <laughs> But it was like a big red button, so I had to, yeah, okay. Can I give my recommendations? <laughs> <laughs> now I have to look up zombie porn. <laughs> Hang on while I turn on uh, private browsing. <laughs> oh, come on, who else is in the, oh, well, Barkley, you don't want him to. I just don't want anyone to ever know this. This is really. Really? Because you're doing it on a podcast. <laughs> oh, God, this is real. There's, I'm not right. I'm, oh, and gay zombie porn as well. Well, why not? You know. Um, 
My so God. James will have something to watch then. Wow. <laughs> well, there you I, go. I actually don't wish to see any of it. No, 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 no. It's, you know, just type it in, realise it's actually there, and then delete uh, it. Have a Google for Grub Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Google no. image search that thing. <laughs> it's, um, it's intense. Uh, <laughs> I just want to clarify. <laughs> the purpose of how I discovered it is not for jack-off material, it's just entertainment. <laughs> it's just funny. Well, that's how it began. It's just funny. Oh. <laughs> well, there will be porn of it. No is, there a, is there a parody of There Will Be Blood? There Will Be Porn? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> this is what you do with your time when you're not playing Xbox, isn't it? It's all clear. Yes! <laughs> I understand. Is that that or taking photos, I think, is all he does. You need another hobby. I had them, but the police stopped me. I, I recommend airfix <laughs> models. Of zombies. Not zombies. <laughs> I spent Friday making chocolates smell like airfix models. What? What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't notice that airfix models had a specific smell. <laughs> that could make chocolate smell like. Oh, God, it was horrible. I uh, had to take photos for a chocolate company, and I had to take product shots. And to make them shiny, I experimented with varnishing them with nail polish. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, it made sense, but didn't didn't work. And now you just... want some Revel Aquacolor Clear. <laughs> I think it's the first one on the color chart. Hang on, I have a Revel paint chart somewhere around here. Actually, you... I don't. You lacquered the, the chocolates then? I lacquered the chocolates and it made them horrible to look at and inedible. You have to do that with food though. It's what you do. That's why the burger on the picture doesn't look like the burger in the box. Yeah. No, but you can legally reject the burger in the box for it not looking like that and they have to keep making it until they get it right. <laughs> yeah, but then oh, yeah. you'd be there all day. Yeah, but I, I have if you've got nothing better to do. Oh, and I've really got nothing better to do. I go and harass the staff at Curry's. <laughs> oh, did you tell you? I, I still have to do that thing, that trick I heard of, of make a CD, an audio track, burn a CD of like half an hour of silence, and then suddenly just the loudest screaming and obscenities and horrible <laughs> noises. You take it into Curry's, you put it in one of the CD players, you press play, and you leave. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> that would certainly rival the look of confusion when you go up to one and say, what does the P in 1080p stand for? <laughs> Pixels. <laughs> really want to upset their day. Oh. I did go I did go in a few weeks ago and asked them, <laughs> do you sell vinyl for record players? And the guy just looked at me. And then I left. Uh, PC World's just as fun when you go in and ask, are the ports open on this router? And <laughs> half the staff in the place gather around asking each other, what are ports? Oh, God. That's a good one. <laughs> and they eventually find one random other person that isn't actually a staff member that knows what they are. You should try going on and asking them a question which has no answer. <laughs> because they're dumb enough that they wouldn't know what doesn't have an answer. Like, can God make a mountain that he can't pick up? He's a fictional being. 
Yeah, but can he make a mountain that he can't pick up? He can't make anything. So, he, yeah. Hmm. Okay. He can so make no. lots of money. <laughs> He's like the Queen, though, surely. He doesn't need money. Yeah, no fucking purpose, but seems to sponge up money. <laughs> we love her, really. No, we don't. Leave the Queen alone. She's lovely. Has anyone actually seen the Queen? No. <laughs> Just on telly. She may be CG for all I know. I've actually seen her. She drove past in a huge limousine. And she was so tiny in the back as well. She didn't wave though. So she hasn't been George Lucas's new hobby since he stopped messing up Star Wars then? No. <laughs> It's just one of those things that, I you know, all the people so. you've never seen in real life, how do you really know they exist? I did have a, be I did have a theory with a friend of mine that uh, Johnny Depp was Hollywood's most sophisticated uh, CG effect. <laughs> I think he's quickly becoming so. Yeah, because adding him to anything makes it terrible. Yeah, surely they just add layers like moustache, beard, yeah. and mm -hmm. eyeliner. They just add a new texture pack. Yeah, I, I can't believe they're flogging that dead horse again. I can't, because it's, it's... Yeah, it's worth dead. millions. Yeah, but did you see all the critics' reviews of it? Oh, irrelevant. Did you see the, the box, box office for it? Yeah, that's the problem. People are yeah, stupid. That, look, the, right, rant warning. The mass <laughs> media is run entirely by people who are motivated by money, not by artistic integrity or ability. Mm. It's the same in music as it is in uh, movies. I think television is one of the, the last best places to find people genuinely working for something that is that has artistic integrity. That is, Doctors is, is a fine example. <laughs> what, sorry? Doctors is a fine example. Oh, it fuck. is. Oh. I saw that today. And, uh, you know, the, the movies, they don't care about making a good movie. That doesn't matter. It's about making millions and millions of dollars. And they are doing that very successfully. Um, you don't have to make something good for people to buy it. You just need to make what you've got all there is. Oh, yeah, you have mm -hmm. the big films which are made by people motivated by money, and then you have the sort of more introspective, uh, smaller films made by people who are motivated by pussy. And then those are remade by the people that want money. Yeah. But surely a lot of the money is now in TV with these big series like uh, CSI and 24. Mm. It, there's, there's a lot of money in television and it, it goes overlooked a lot of the time. But the, the reason why you see big Hollywood actors in TV shows is because it is brilliant, highly paid work. Well, you, you, know, th you think a season, a season of NCIS costs exactly the same as the production budget of Avatar was. Yeah. I mean, look at, <laughs> look at Charlie Sheen. The man was making, what, nearly $3 million an episode. That's, not, not a, you know, unlike a 26-episode run, he's oh. making nearly $50 million. He was not going to get $50 million worth of movie work Doing in another that Hot year. Shots film, no. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, and it's regular. It's, it's guaranteed work for several years if you get picked up so mm. that's why they do it he doesn't give a crap if two and a half men's still funny or not was he really uh, seriously pulling all that money in yeah, yeah he was oh, the yeah, highest paid man on television the actor. he was the highest paid actor I think wasn't he I think Seth Carlin's one of the highest sort of highest paid 
in general people in TV at the moment. Yes, he is. He he makes a, an obscene amount of money. Yeah, and it's it's nice to see that you can make money if you can come up with at least one anthropomorphic animal within your sheet, within each show. <laughs> you can see why yeah, there's, there's much more money to be made in television than there is in films. That's why George Clooney was on ER and making films for quite a long time. That's why Keith Sutherland was quite happy to do 24 for so long as well. well exactly. Yeah. He'll have got at least a million an episode for that. Yeah, that and he hadn't done anything since Lost Boys. Yeah. Oh, but it's Boys. just quite comical how when people quit a TV show to go and further their film career, they normally end up in plastic surgery and drugs. Hey, don't know. Or back in TV. And drugs, okay? <laughs> yeah, or back in TV on a lesser show, yeah. Circle of life. <laughs> okay, right, moving on from there. Talking about other circles of life. Uh, I've got a little story here for you guys to ponder on, if you don't mind. Okay. Talk shoe. Oh, is that talk shoe? Oh, balls. Hang on. Yeah. Don't don't press that then, Christ. Try Try this. No, that's, that's Apple. Flash start page. <laughs> <laughs> let me hang on. Let me try this. Did anyone else get that email from Apple saying an iPad two would make a great Father's Day gift? <laughs> he, yeah, he's not that lucky. How did you just? Did you just screw oh, up Jesus. copy paste? Oh, good God! Yes, I did screw up copy paste. Yes. <sighs> you catered this specifically to me, didn't you? No. <laughs> Okay, right now, hang on. Let me just pull it up. Well, now that's what the doctor would have said. <laughs> right. Oh, there's the best quote ever there. <laughs> right, what we have, we have uh, Philippine <laughs> City holds mass circumcision for youth. Is that what you guys have got as well? Or have you got like, the yeah. Apple homepage as well? <laughs> okay. Uh, in the Philippines, hundreds of boys in a Philippine city turned out Saturday for a day-long circumcision party to provide safe and free procedures of rite of passage to the most local males undergo pre-teens. Now, I'm, <clears throat> the thing that drew me to this, obviously there's a picture of a kid with a gag in his mouth as he's been circumcised, poor little fella. And um, the worst caption underneath that you, they could possibly have chosen, a boy tries to control himself <laughs> as doctors work on him. Couldn't uh, believe how painful this is, but you imagine. Oh, well, I'll tell you. All just queuing <laughs> up, and then all just queuing up with blood dripping off of them coming out the other end. What scares me more is how are they applying for this Guinness World Records? It says so we can send them all the data. Does that mean they've just collected it all in a bucket? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they probably. Right, there's another one. There's another one. But the thing below it, at the very, very last paragraph, it says the country's shoemaking capital. I think it's Marie. I, I can't pronounce it anyway, was recognised by Guinness in 2002 for creating what was then the world's biggest pair of shoes. Out of oh. a strangely coloured leather. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Made up of thousands of tiny pieces. Yes. Hmm. This, they, this is if, horrifying. If they ever come up, if, the, if that country ever applies for the biggest collection of purses, we have <laughs> eaten... Or egg cups. <laughs> Uh, uh, all you'd have to do is sew a bauble onto the top of it yeah yeah but oh 
Christ, imagine just schools just herded towards them. Apparently, <laughs> it's nearly £40 for the procedure, and they were just giving it away. Now, son, we're going to get a, that puppy wanted. Really? No, you're going to circumcision. No! <laughs> See, it's ordinarily, it's, it's something I, I really don't care one way or another about. But the idea of having it done without either being unconscious altogether or yeah. some kind of local anaesthetic... How is that a good idea? That's not a good idea. That's horrible. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, yeah. They, have, has anyone seen Discovery normally when they they have their circumcision uh, parties in I don't know, let's say South Africa somewhere? Let's and, just call it. Let's, it's not a party. Well, it's not a fun thing. It's not something you bring. It's beer. a gathering, isn't it? But the, yeah. the size of the clippers that they use as well, and it's not like a, a shearing action, it's more a, right, okay, we pull it out as far as it'll go, slice through the skin, there you're done. Jesus. Oh. I, I, I didn't see the during of mine, I just saw the before and after. <laughs> Did you oh, get to keep like, it? Uh, no, no, I didn't. That, that was the furthest thing from my mind. Oh, you, sh you should have kept it, put it in a pickle jar. I went to sleep, I, I, I woke up and I thought, hmm, I feel lighter. Have I lost weight? <laughs> Just purpose. Do I look big in this? <laughs> uh, I was pissed off with them. Really? Was that? Well, specifically because whenever you wake up, you're not—they're not allowed to let you know release you until you've used the the, the toilet to oh. make you know to make sure everything's working. Mm-hmm. They could have—they could have told me that beforehand. Because <laughs> when I leave the house in the morning, I go to the bathroom. Right. <laughs> so I was just sitting there in a room with a, another guy who'd under, I think he had a vasectomy. <laughs> we were just sort of sitting there looking at each other like, yep. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> yep. What are you in for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, right. I'll, I'll put this next story in then. Hang on a sec. Hopefully this one will work. BBC. BBC Radio Stoke. <laughs> your, your local Cirque news that's not what happens in Stoke <laughs> ok this next story we have German insurer Munich Re held orgy for salesmen one of the biggest insurance companies in the world held a party for salesmen where they were rewarded for their services of prostitutes Munich uh, Re is the world's largest biggest reinsurer blah 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 uh, the story goes there were a hundred guests and there were 20 prostitutes and some of them had uh, banners on them and you had to get like little stamps. You know when you go into a club <laughs> and you get a stamp on your hand to say, yes, I've entered this club today. They had that to say that they frequented certain men and certain, you know, how many times that they'd done it. So they wouldn't be have an uneven. So if you've got a oh. munter there, then she'd be left in the corner where it's like the stunner would be just covered in jizz. And yeah. quite sticky. But they also had um, special prostitutes for the uh, the bigwigs, let's say. And it's Wow. Women wore red and yellow wristbands. Uh, one lot were hostesses, while the other fulfilled your every wish. There was also women there with white wristbands. They were reserved for the board members and the very best sales reps. 
Now I can imagine in Germany. Did they start off as white wristbands, <laughs> <laughs> and they got stained eventually. And they're like, "All right, we're done with them. They're not. They're they're damaged goods." <laughs> God, but is that, you know, it sounds. I would work harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, would you get like a an influx of CVs going into Munich Re now, <laughs> just from the school kids wanting well, to join? Seem- you know, it does seem like per planning, 100 guests and 20 prostitutes. Five to one's not a good ratio, is it's it? It's not good. It's not good, unless you're first in line. I'm just wondering about the ones that fulfill your every wish, if I was to burst in there. I mean, right, love, we need a stuffed crust pizza and some Star Trek DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> never ask. Never ask a prostitute for stuffed crust. <laughs> That's never. very true. <laughs> is, it, is this is this one of the staff benefits syndicated often as well? Sorry, the simply syndicated or simply syndicated off of this as well. The staff benefits as well, or is it exclusive <laughs> to this? We looked into it, but uh, Gloria <laughs> vetoed it. So. Damn there Gloria! <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for her, <laughs> God though. Told the BBC that the party had happened, but said it was not the usual way of rewarding their employees. <laughs> also, I'd like to, to offer. I I think that people taking it in turns on prostitutes does not constitute an orgy. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Ju- that's just lots of people shagging prostitutes. That's the difference. An orgy would be if they all got down to it, which they clearly didn't, because that would be horrid. God, I'm thinking of some of the places where I've worked now and, and the idea of that happening. And that's upsetting. So, mind you, this is upsetting. I w- this is horrible. Imagine if it was the orgy and just take the 20 prostitutes out of it, the 100 guys show up. Like, <laughs> so what I'm now? just wondering, well, how was it, it announced? Welcome to the party. There's drinks and food and hookers over there. What, how do you tell everybody? Is it, does it go around in an email? We've had a vote around the office as what you'd like to happen at the party, and most people decided on prostitutes. So we've got some. Yeah. Is this an example? Karaoke this... came second. Maybe they called their bluff, and they did actually do that. And yeah, okay, you guys voted for hookers and prostitutes. Oh, Here God. they are. I just thought that karaoke was uh, karaoke was their spokesman from the Japan office. Uh, oh, the, the people who wanted a bounce castle were very disappointed. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just wondering: is this an example of what happens when management takes seriously everything that's put into that employee suggestion box? Yes. <laughs> it's just one. Next week, all the women have to come to work topless. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is the interesting thing. The 100 guests. Does that include women? <laughs> Was this an all-guy thing? Were all the prostitutes female? That's a good... yeah. Because yeah, that would upset any of your gay lawyers if it was just female prostitutes. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> it's awful quiet over there in the corner. What's, what's up there? <laughs> he's, he's just eating his chocolates. Oh, yeah. sorry. I wasn't actually talking about Dave. I just, I just picked a generic name out of my head. Oh. <laughs> okay right i'm sure everyone's heard of this story then that has been going around quite recently a new story in the middle east no (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm, I'm sure everyone's heard this. It's Facebook inspires Israel Cuppy to name their baby Like. Uh, an Israel Cuppy have named their baby Daughter Like, taking inspiration from the Facebook social networking site Israel Media Say. Well, that that's a less of a daft one than what a load of the Egyptians did after their sort of uprising, where there's now hundreds of kids named Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was it, the la- last month. It was the most popular name registered was Facebook. Second was Twitter. Oh my word! <laughs> it, it it was a headline on News Twenty Four. Well, where is it on this story? Uh, it, it's it's actually not bad. Like, I mean, it's no, a, it's a, a bit of a. I'm sure for them, you know, how many people have have you know sort of quote-unquote foreign-sounding names, and they say, oh, it's it's Palestinian for love, and you're like, oh, that's, it's, that's all right. I'm sure over there it sounds much like that. Yeah, well, apparently he's got uh, two other children called, well, I think it's the Hebrew for honey and something else for pie. No, 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 no. He genuinely just called her pie. <laughs> oh, did he actually call her pie? Pie. Yeah, because oh, they right, enjoy yeah. cooking and eating it. Yeah. Now that's just worrying. (laughs) (laughs) These are my children wanking and driving too fast. (laughs) You can't name your children after things you like doing. That's ridiculous. At least she's not called retweet. (laughs) Mind you, you could call all your kids that. (laughs) Oh, dear God. Oh, it could be worse. It could be called Bebo. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, but then they'd have sold her, and then you know. <laughs> Are all the kids named MySpace just hanging out in sort of alleys with broken and drug-addled musicians? Yeah, <laughs> but but they do have Tom as the friend, though. <laughs> He's the one selling the drugs. <laughs> Every now and again, he just walks down the alley. Hi, how you doing? Good. Still here. They're all wearing garishly brightly coloured clothes with brooches of kittens that light up and go off and light up and go <laughs> off. If you touch the clothes, you get a virus. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, right, okay, has anyone else seen any news stories over the, the weeks or anything like that? Yeah. I, I've uh, seen lots. Cardio library? In, a, in actual <laughs> fact, I'll be honest with you, I typed funny news stories this week into Google and it turns out that lots of major media outlets have their own weird news page but there was one story something that happened today um you'll have seen this let me I can't find it now damn it what sorry I'm looking at tiger stories now it's it's the (laughs) tiger story yes I've just put that out I've put a link damn that's a big link this is the toy uh, toy tiger sparks yeah. major armed police alert. Oh, yeah. so police are hunting the owner of a toy life-size tiger, which sparked a major operation involving armed officers and a force helicopter. The alert was raised by several members of the public on Saturday afternoon when they spotted what they believed to be a live white tiger in Southampton. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was a toy. Oh, they've God. missed some of. They've missed some of it out on here, quite comically. 
because I sat and listened to the hour and a half News 24 did on this story when they, it, when they thought it was a white tiger. <laughs> and there was like two dozen people from the local zoo, half a dozen RSPCA people, a helicopter, dog squads, people on horse, police officers on horseback. It was like 200 people tried to find this white tiger and they just found a cuddly toy. Am I right in thinking that they couldn't find the the toy with the helicopter because it wasn't giving off any heat? <laughs> and they were looking at it through the thermal imaging camera and it just wasn't giving off any heat. <laughs> Holy shit, we've got a stealth tiger. This must be one of them Al-Qaeda white tigers. <laughs> but I can see it, but I can't see it on the camera. I can't see it on my camera. <laughs> I'm just imagining a white tiger coming out of it covered in mud. An Austrian white tiger. <laughs> but it, it's what I'm I'm reading through all the different news stories. And some of the high points were cricket was cancelled for twenty minutes and some golfers had to go inside. <laughs> this was the only effect it had on normal people. You just had all the mad policemen going out <laughs> searching for it. I just think if you if you spend so much time on something that turns out to be so obviously bogus Surely the only way they could have gotten, you know, they, the only justifiable way to end this story is if they blew it up with a controlled explosion. <laughs> <laughs> they claim it was a terrorist prank and blew yeah. it up with a controlled explosion. And they'd just, probably not have looked like idiots. Yeah, I, I just love the idea of one of those little bomb squad robots <laughs> <laughs> inching its way towards the stuffed white tiger. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Yeah, they, they should have said it was ticking or something, surely. <laughs> Just make up lies so you look less stupid in that situation. That's, that's a fantastic, elaborate double bluff. A bomb disguised as a white tiger in the middle of England. <laughs> it's a step up from backpacks. But it, it's how stupid they had to be. He's saying here, like, the incident will definitely be a highlight of our day. The CCTV footage convinced us all we were dealing with a real tiger. A very, very still <laughs> tiger. But like, they only realised it was a fake, was a stuffed toy tiger when the downdraft from the helicopter blew it over. <laughs> <laughs> See, now they're, they're looking for the people who've put this thing there. And I honestly think these people should not be in trouble for this. It's no, funny. It's the police that were stupid here. <laughs> now, like, wouldn't you, do you know what I'd do? I'd look at it through binoculars and wait for it to move a bit. And from the yeah. looks of it, it was in the middle of a field. Yeah. <laughs> How many so white We don't need a helicopter with a heat camera and all these other... Just, just watch it. It'll probably move. And when it moves, then we've established that it's real. They, they did we discovered we discovered it was fake. It was fake when oh god when when Sergeant Lance threw a stick at it. It's the police's fault. Stupid. It's the fact why they tranquilized it, which is why they thought it shouldn't. Why it wasn't moving? They thought they just tranquilized it and it just fallen asleep. Surely a helicopter with a big bag of catnip on the end of it would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> 
And just imagine, you know, helicopter, tranquilizer, police all around. They must have thought, at some point, someone must have thought, this tiger looks rather nonchalant. <laughs> I'm surprised it... um, Gaza didn't turn up with some chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it was just one of Charlie Sheen's empties? <laughs> but oh, that would have been brilliant. <laughs> it must have been that the police have, in training for how to deal with protests, beaten all the sense out of each other. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're going to have to cut back on the shield drum, Sergeant. <laughs> the guys are just getting dizzy. <laughs> oh, wonderful stuff. Okay, uh, anyone else got anything else? I do have one other. Oh, okay, go and on. It was it, it was going to be something about... Oh, it doesn't matter now. Because I found this one. This is MSNBC. And uh, it's merely entitled, Police. Woman draws sword during argument. At yes. Oh, yeah. I read that today. Really? A Louisville woman faces first-degree disorderly conduct and menacing charges after police said she took out a sword during an argument at a pizza hut. Uh, an employee told police mason had a sword with her and began yelling and pulling it out of the scabbard according to the police report oh dear god <laughs> you can't the... leave the house with a sword and not have the intention to cause trouble with it <laughs> my god i take a crowbar right and they'll get pissed off at me a sword <laughs> and i just i love the idea you know of all the forums in the world of serious debate that can cause people to get heated. Pizza Hut. <laughs> maybe she I've always found them very accommodating. Yeah. Maybe they just hadn't properly cut through her pizza into slices and she was just finishing the job for them. Yeah. <laughs> Why did she bring it out? Well, if she hadn't had this argument, was she just going to carry it around, like, just in case an argument happened? It's America. <laughs> it's probably less dangerous than if she was carrying an automatic weapon around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she probably screams at the top of her voice, cars kill more people than swords do. <laughs> Especially when they're in the hands of crazy bitches like you. <laughs> oh, Maybe she wasn't say angry. What kind of sword. It's, it, it's when it's a full, was a full broadsword that she was wearing on her back. <laughs> yeah, she was dressed as Xena at the time, though. Yeah. I like that she faces menacing charges, not just normal charges, but charges that got a mean look in their eye. I found one quite, quite comical story that's more comical because of how the people involved have treated it, because I really dislike all the people involved. Always good. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. oh right! <laughs> I remember reading his tweets on this. Did he attempt to? Did he attempt to stage a one-man bukkake? Let's find his tweets. British actor and comedian Russell Brown's been deported from Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Why has he been deported then? Uh, well, his his wife has said he'd committed prior crimes there ten years ago. <laughs> Uh, he said he was trying to plan an escape from Japanese custody, digging a tunnel with chopsticks. 
I'm assuming it's going to be like drug offences and probably prostitute offences and other stuff like that. Allegedly, yeah, specifically, he was providing services to Japanese businessmen. <laughs> Hundred businessmen, one brand. <laughs> he went on to joke that he was falling in love with his captors. Stockholm syndrome kicking in. Just asked my guard for vegetarian sushi. He giggled. <laughs> was that while you were blowing him, Russell? <laughs> <laughs> but everyone's supposed to be big in Japan, though, aren't they? Surely. <laughs> no, they're not. Have you seen Japanese porn? <laughs> There's Japanese porn? <laughs> Have you been introduced formally to the internet? <laughs> See, Russell Brand, I I don't have a problem with him. A lot of people have a I problem like with him. him. Yeah. Well, I, I like him, but then when he he was on uh never mind the Buzzcocks, and he did essentially molest uh co guest Rachel Stevens. Oh yeah, he did do that, didn't he? He basically did. He just wouldn't stop touching. Ah, oh, lucky man. Yeah. Yeah, I must admit I hate him, but it's it's purely based on jealousy. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I think it's quite fun. Yeah, I've seen his uh, stage show on the uh, uh, videos and DVDs that they put on e E4 every now and again, and I, I don't find that funny at all, but when no, he's I out and about, funny, he's all right. I find it funny when he's interacting with others, when he's by himself and trying to do like a one-man show. He is the most boring comedian I think I've ever come across. Hmm. I, I did I'd listen to his podcast, which I think was just, you know, offcuts from his radio show years ago. Yeah. I, I listened yeah. to that for a long time, and then I was listening to it, and I was like, this isn't funny. It was funny. For a while, maybe. <laughs> I loved it. It made me well happy. Uh, was that, that was, after yeah, his misdemeanor? No, that was that was up to his misdemeanor. Right. The, uh, the radio, the, 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 the ringing up Andrew Sachs thing happened. I listened to it on the radio and, was, and I found it at the time very funny because I'm a bad, bad person. No, no, that I think, you know, that was, you know, bad, slightly iffy, uncalled for, you know, kind of mean thing to do. But, uh, you know, the reason it was blown up was because of the papers wanting to get on TV's dick for a while. And because uh, they're all feeling one of our, lo our local paper, the Andy Town News. I had to cut back from two issue uh, two uh, papers a week to one. Oh no! No, it's okay. They're shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Where's he been deported to? Is it like Saddam? Who's is it like Osama? There's no country prepared to take his body. <laughs> It'd be good to see him in a yellow or oh, orange jumpsuit walking around Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just yeah, giggling would... and wetting his pants. Yeah, they've got me! <laughs> yeah, but he would make it work. Nice, if anything. <laughs> and every time a guard touched him, go, Oh, saucy! <laughs> oh, God. Okay, what we got next? Uh, I have a game news, okay? Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, Dead or Alive Dimensions, which is the uh, game for the 3DS. And I love this headline, just how it's worded. Dimensions yanked in Sweden, Norway, and Denmark. The reason it has been yanked is uh, on, uh, because it potentially violates the, the country's child pornography laws. 
it'll also skip Norway and Denmark as a result, basically. Uh, unlike many countries, and, and if this law was implemented in Japan, all media would shut down. Uh, and uh, uh, their child Swedish child pornography rules include uh, animation and uh, you know any, any portrayal of kids and some of the characters in Dead or Alive are under 18. Oh. And, um, <laughs> yeah, Dead or Alive has a feature where you enter in your age and the older you are, the larger and bouncier the breasts are. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So I was slightly suspect of this a couple of year, a few years ago whenever I first played Dead or Alive. It's interesting to see they've only just caught on to it. So if you add 70 into your age, are they hanging around your knees? <laughs> they don't... They, no, they retain their, uh, their elasticity. <laughs> uh, I did put... You know, I am guilty. I put it right up to 100 right away. <laughs> was Dead or Alive the first game with bouncy boobs in it? Um, I think it was, yeah, they the, were the first ones to realise technology has got to the point where we no longer have to have, uh, you know, traffic cones mm. as breasts for women. Let's introduce some, you know, some jiggle physics. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and they, you know, they, I'm, you know, I'm willing to admit that they are some of the finest looking breasts in games. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, when you're putting them on 16... 15 year olds <laughs> it's you know I think it's justifiable I, I, I'd like to see them resubmit it to the ratings board over there and just have every other girl all the over 18s exactly the same as they were but the under 18s same size but rigid as cardboard yeah just <laughs> unmoving usable as weapons but any anyone under the age of 18 is going to put their age over 18 surely oh yeah so it uh -huh. doesn't really it's like a website where you have to put your age in anyway you just put your age in I had a rant about that on Twitter a while ago uh, and it was one of those irritating rants where I got so pissed off and then I think it was it was actually Simon who, who chimed in with a one one you know a one line answer which completely summed it up legal ass covering I was like oh fuck yeah I, I make a point on those age gates of putting it as physically the oldest you can be on it. <laughs> I know. To the point where 100% of the time you will have died at this point. Yeah. Screwing up their demographic. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's just so you know, I, I do specifically on sites which I frequent, which ask for age gates. I do. Uh, and it's funny how the word frequent makes that sound instantly dirty. I was talking about game trailers. Uh, I do. You know, I, the first thing I do is look for scripts which disable the age gates. Looking away around it. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Any anything? Any more for any more? Or shall I go into my website that I've got here for you? European Ocarina of Time 3D Special Editions to come bundled with an Ocarina. They really want me to buy that 3DS. Has anyone played one yet, by the way? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've played one. Any good? <laughs> I died. Am I the only one with functioning eyeballs? No, yeah. I thought it was quite good, and uh, it worked <laughs> it, quite well. It yeah. did look nice, but it hurt me. <laughs> I don't see the point in playing a full game like that. No. I, I don't but want it, it for the 3D. That's the thing. I want it for the remastered Ocarina of Time, which I never... Played all the way through. 
I want it for that. I'll turn the 3D off on it. So if someone I was... Will... Oh, go on, if sorry. I ever buy one, I will just turn the 3D off and never turn the 3D on. <laughs> but if someone was to go out and buy a DS now, would it would it pay for them to actually get the 3D version now or just stick with the old 2D one and get a cheaper uh, unit? Oh, no, get the new one because it's the new one. Yeah. Get the I mean, new one. Although, quite in buying the old one. The interesting thing, news that's out there in the minute is that um, because of up or down, uh, upscaling problems, even though the, the machine is fully backwards compatible with all uh, DS games, they look horrible. <laughs> and that's a hard thing to screw up. See, that was the problem with the uh, the larger DS. I forget what it was called. XL. Yeah, um, that it, it it made everything look blocky. My dad has one, bizarrely enough. Um, and yeah, everything looks a bit, it's a bit not good. It all depends what games you make, you you play. If they are made by Nintendo or somebody very closely tied to them, like the people who make Pokemon, it's designed, they design it so that it works perfectly right on a slightly larger screen. Because they knew when Diamond and Pearl, which is now five years old, came out, that there was going to be a bigger screen version. So those worked perfectly without any problem. It's the people that didn't know it was coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck the 3DS. I'm getting an engage. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I thought they were the business when they came out as well. I wasn't falling for it. <laughs> you you had to dismantle it to change the game. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually have one. My friend had one who I worked with, and I think he had FIFA something on it. And I, it was one of them things where you convince yourself, yeah, this is this is where it is at. You know, these are the future, and you slowly realise that no one else has got it. So you think maybe not. I'd already seen the Sega Game Gear fall by the wayside. I, I wasn't to be had too easily with it. But also, as a phone, you had to talk into the edge of it like you're talking into a taco. <laughs> it was it was a monumentally stupid design. Nokia pioneered work in a lot of really unusable phones I'm that just gonna, never were a good idea. I'm just going to add talking to the taco to my uh, database of euphemisms. Yeah, <laughs> they made they just made loads of phones. I had a friend who had one that it was shaped like a teardrop, and it had a square mm. screen in the middle, and then the number keys went along each side of the square. Oh yeah, I and remember it, that. It that was, was it was just unusable. That was sort of a I, flagship I had, one for them, wasn't I it? I had one of them. It was their flagship phone for about three years. Yeah, I mean, yeah it was on yeah. all the ads. Yeah. And it was and, dreadful. And then they replaced it with the one with the very, very, very small joystick. Did it come with polyphonic ringtones, though? Oh, God. Uh, it will have done. Polyph <laughs> it, it was a 3G phone. It had a camera for video calls that I think ever made. It came, I, with, it came with Opera on it. I but think it didn't come every... with the code to unlock the ability to use Opera on it, so you had no web browser. That's <laughs> such a Nokia thing to do. <laughs> I, I, I think every phone now, there probably is an app on the Android and the iOS store. Do you remember putting in ringtones manually on old phones? Yeah. Where you type in the keys to get the right notes? Yes. Oh, they, oh. they exist on all, on all the new phones. Oh, I've got to get one of those. That's fantastic. 
Okay, right, this might be a good place to segue into the, the website that I've got, seeing that a phone is an invention. Uh, what I've got for you is the Hovercar uh, page. <laughs> now, this is one of my favorite web pages ever. I was trying to get the inventor of the Hovercar onto the show at some point, but he's refusing to respond to my emails and tweets and stuff like that. So I, I don't want to bash it too much just in case the guy comes on, which he probably won't anyway. But can I direct you on the Hovercar page, which is hovercar.co.uk? Uh, we have the introduction, which he uh, states out the, the fact of the Hovercar, and it has a top speed of 200 miles an hour. These are all uh, highlighted in the letter that he's... Mm. It's like a mission statement, really. Then we, we've got a design tab. If we go into the design, we have <laughs> a few... Hang on, hold yours. Is. Hours on paying for this. <laughs> we, we have the external side view, the internal front view, and if I hit... <laughs> Jesus. What high tech is this? Hang on, we hang on. <laughs> Well, this is a real thing, surely. Oh, these pictures, obviously, this is this photo real. And he's gone so far as <laughs> Okay, I'm on image one of nine at the moment. And we have the side view of the hover car, which is wonderful. Uh, we also have an air camera on the front. Now, if you scroll to the next page, image two of nine, we have the hover car, the front view, and you have a window. Inside the window, you have a mirror, obviously the rear view mirror. You have a wiper and a pull handle, which is on the deluxe version of the hovercar. May I just ask a question? Why didn't he just copy and paste both sides as it's on a wonk? <laughs> it, was this is, it was this constantly is done with the This is because it was getting and he had to finish his homework. <laughs> <laughs> but we have also have the interior of the hover car and we have obviously the footwell where your feet go I'm assuming uh, always active airbags and a green steering wheel which is nice to have um, it looks like a year 10 design project oh no go on to the th simulation top <laughs> this is definitely year 12 or higher yeah well at the very bottom of that uh, design page we also have he's branching out to the hover train <laughs> Just in case the hover car takes off. And it's not in any way because Back to the Future Part 3 was on in the background. No. Uh, you also have an emergency parachute, just in case, which pops out of the roof. <laughs> Obviously, he's he's worried about it falling out the sky. He's concerned about customer safety. Yeah. Has anyone seen the fuel pod? It's my favourite picture <laughs> of the lot, though. Fuel pods. Now, what I like about this, you have the fuel pod... And then you have a gauge, like on your um, kettle, with a little yep. ball that runs from the bottom <laughs> up to the top to say when it's full. I, I like oh, I'm on the page about the, the inventor. Uh, oh, it's not quite bad. And, and, yeah, I'm reading the first paragraph of the page of the inventor, thinking, why did he call his marriage Ryan? I may have to see if I can get this guy on, take it or leave it. Why? <laughs> Just as a guest interview. That's, that would be unfair. It would be mean. 
He has not got 138 inventions that make him money that he lives off. A bus seat child. What's that? What's a bus seat child? Does he mean a child's bus seat? I think when you look through this, it's pretty much uh, just random words glued together. Yep. He must have made this with a random word gen- generator because these are not things he's invented. Finder. A bin bag holder. Is that a bin? <laughs> <laughs> a SIM card holder. That's a phone. Hey, independent door opening. Because when I open one door, I've got to open another one too. <laughs> oh, shit. Bed clips. What the- I don't want to know. Um, are these the inventions that anyone can do? No, the, these are what inventions he's invented. Yeah. Map lamination. That's he's not invented that. My favourite one has got to be ice cube comb. Basically, yeah. you get a comb and freeze it into ice cubes, so you can easily remove your ice cubes from the tray. Well, I want to know but what that's the just salt in a comb mate in, is. What? What? A salt. Cellar, mate. Is that just the pepper pot? Yes. The friend of the salt cellar. <laughs> CD jewel case. He says he invented that. Anal feces extractor. A hygienic is, body dryer. This is like last night when I googled anal balm, expecting not to find anything. Hang on. And what? Where else does he have feces? Oh, uh, don't you just have yours lying around the house? Is that only to extract anal feces? No other feces, just anal feces. I and think he's think... clean. These are all existing things. He I did would've... not invent holographic television. <laughs> <laughs> well, the most comical I'm... one is hostile response helicopter. That's so... either an Apache or a helicopter that when you get in, it just swears at you. <laughs> oh, is, so is this? This isn't a real thing, then. This is like a. Oh, this right. must be a joke site. This is clearly a lie. <laughs> yeah, it, the whole website is just made. That's not even a picture on Photoshop. That is, on the page about the inventor, that is a photoshopped image. That's not. This is the whole thing's a joke. In which case, it's very funny. I think it is the man. If you go to this link that I've put in there. And there is a video of the guy. Right. Oh, God. This looks like, like early 90s TV. Yeah. Now, if you want to, uh, yeah, just just watch it. What he See yeah. what he's actually invented. It's called the Rolo Bin. Hang on, this is taking me to a page saying, is my child having sex? Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> yes, Bart Clee is when you take him up on the moor. He isn't. He hasn't got a clue. And he doesn't have the proper equipment. He has a suggestion of the proper equipment. He's very often mistaken for a uh, girl. This guy has also invented the wireless electric road. (laughs) Where do I find... Is there a video of this man on this, on uh, Christ Wireless? No, 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 sorry, that was a link to Android. I thought we could talk about it next. Oh, right. Right, let, let me put this one in, and this is the one... That's actually that I'm looking at, and it's got a video of him on there. This man who I've been marking the uh, the roll bin is, oh. is quite good. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm sorry, but I have to try and get this guy as a as a great inventor. He is He's great... not. This isn't real. This surely isn't real. Surely the whole thing's a joke. 
Yeah, it's on TV. It must be true. Well, he's not going to come if, on here now, is he? Christ. If if this is a joke, then it's very funny. If it's real, then he should be sectioned. <laughs> <laughs> he would come up with some special device for being sectioned. <laughs> yeah, it's called an ambulance. <laughs> but he invented it, though. The special padded ambulance. He's invented part. lots and lots of things that already uh, exist. Oh, uh, no, I... Uh, God. I have a specific story on Chrysler I want to link to. Uh, what is this big wheel thing he's pushing around? That's the roller bin. Uh, don't you have one? Where were you when we were getting them handed out? What, what's the point of the roller bin? I don't know what I'd do without mine. It's a bin you roll. Why would I roll my bin anywhere? Why wouldn't you? It's easier than pushing and pulling. It just it goes. We've got a bin outside. It's got wheels on. I don't take it anywhere. It stays there. Well, except on Tuesday hard. mornings. But it, you know, I'm, I'm sure if you Ben could talk, then it would feel highly undervalued. It's it's also good for the cat salesman as well. <laughs> oh, these these are all terrible things. He's never been on Dragon's Den, has he? <laughs> they won't have the rollo bin on Dragon's Den. I've just got to tell you where I am at the moment. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you imagine him bouncing it up the stairs into the Dragon's Den and they'll, all of them just look at him and go, No. Yeah, it's like, you're well, not my money, mate. You're not. You've invented a hover car that you've just drawn. Shut up. <laughs> £100,000 these drawings of a hover car to photocopy the drawings and send them out. Plus, this, you know, this, like, there's a picture linked to on that video page of the hover car parachute. It's copyright 2007. He hasn't made one in four years. What, <laughs> Maybe he crashed in one. He's like but, the guy who invented the Segway, who just no, drove off the edge of a, build, of a cliff. He's like Apple. He's like Apple. His first version of the hovercore, yeah, it's not going to have all of these awesome features. He wants to like slowly being a hovering them. car. He wants, yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the, or, the or even a the real existing version. thing. The Rolo bin is version one, no. And then over the years, even he, he, all these, you know, all these things that he has, you know, definitely in his back pocket, ready to be deployed. He slowly ekes them out into future generations. It's One no more invest- disgusting than just bringing out the exact same thing every few years and, you know, selling it to people because it's thinner. <laughs> Fuck you, up. One of his inventions <laughs> is hair gel sachet. That's not an invention. That's just putting hair gel in a sachet. <laughs> Have you ever thought to do that, Rich? Have you? No, because you lack the vision of this wonderful man. <laughs> he is a shining example of hope. And people like you, you stand below him with your axes just trying to chop him down. <laughs> All these a corn on the cob container. That's Tupperware. <laughs> Take it to one bigger level, it's a fridge. No, no, because he would have the Rolo fridge. <laughs> the fridge you can take anywhere. Yes. <laughs> Within range of a plug. Transparent ink cartridge. That's not an invention. That's just a transparent ink cartridge. That's an ink cartridge. Parker have been making them for about 25 years. Yeah. (laughs) They've never thought to put invisible ink in them. (laughs) 
Haven't you ever wanted to send a secret message to your super secret spy friends? I had to do it handwritten. One of these <sighs> inventions is web radio. That's what we're uh, on at the moment, isn't it? Surely. Uh, I, I don't... I, ha I have the room I, I got to get call. him on there. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on the web radio thing. I just don't think that's going to work. It sounds kind of pathetic. Mm. Computer voice recognition. People who can't get on proper radio. And joke, if you say joke musical doorbell. For instance, Leave Me Alone by Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Surely that's on his gravestone, isn't it? Leave me alone. It's bright it's gold and blazing. The, this isn't real. It's nice to think it is real, though. As the inventor of web radio, we have to give him a, a platform. <laughs> From which to jump off. <laughs> yeah, don't you just have don't you have to pay him royalties at the moment? Well, damn. Yeah. Uh, for my spout bandage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Has anyone got anything else before Bring we get back to the rapture? No, I I have to go really. <laughs> I was just saying that enraged you so much. <laughs> Rich, you leave when we say you do. I thought you learned that by now. Yeah. No. In all seriousness, <laughs> I, I I should actually toddle off. Unless this is the end of the show, I don't know what's happening. I I'm going to shut up, Elton. You should you should speak. Yeah, this is going to be like the uh, Mike's going to do this one, I'm assuming, and then that, it, we'll just wrap up. All right. Well, okay. this um, this story um, on the which I've, I've linked you all uh, on the highly reputable uh, Christwire.org. Uh, it has just a tie back to all into the beginning. Uh, this is a story. May twenty first rapture is here. Missing family pic uh, family picture evidence, and um, this is a uh, a series of photos that have been taken by people all over the world of. Uh, <laughs> Piles of clothes, clothes in vaguely humanoid shapes that have been left as as their loved ones were raptured up, and it makes sense because as you're raptured, surely your clothes will simply just fall away from your corporeal form in whatever position you happen to be sitting in at the time. That's brilliant. And um, yeah, and you you know these aren't fake; these aren't photoshopped. I mean, look at that. The, you know, the, the the socks are still in the shoes. Yeah, they on this are, one. Yeah. I, I think that is proof. That is yeah. proof it happened. Yeah. And I like the idea that they were all raptured nakedly. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's yeah. That was written. So shall it be. Uh, bikinis left on tiles. And here is a photo of a car with no passenger and no driver. Stationary. So there you go. Yeah. The most disturbing one I find is the the children's clothes on the <laughs> trampoline. Well, no, don't don't be disturbed by that because they are in a better place now. Yeah, they are. I, they I, are. I, we came to the conclusion this site is a site that started as a proper site originally, and the trolls just completely took over. <laughs> we were, we found it through uh, the portal one, the portal mm -hmm. two story on it, which claimed that portals were uh, it had a um, a homo gay agenda. <laughs> The portals were just glory holes. <laughs> Which then made me realise that surely if we had portal technology, it would make it possible to suck your own dick. <laughs> Comfortably. 
Without having to remove a rib or anything like that. Yep, nope, you just portal here, portal there, lie on your side. There you go. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Okay, should we wrap it up there then? Well, I got cool. nothing now. Yeah, okay, I'm fine. Empty. Right, we'll wrap I'm it up spent. there. When do I get paid for this? Um, <laughs> it, It'll be in your PayPal account at some point. Cool, cool. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, normally, <laughs> at the end of a an episode, we uh, choose a moral for uh, the title of the story of, of the episode. So, has anyone got any morals that they want to draw from any of the stories that we've had today? I, I think one thing that has become clear is that none of us have any morals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> least of all, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Has uh, anyone got anything uh, to plug then? That they'd uh, like to stand on a little soapbox and just plug away. I want to plug my hover car. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you have a drawing of it. I've got lots of drawings. Me and my buyer have been busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what those are for. I just spent all my time. I thought they were, you know, random cock generators. <laughs> I pick one up and a cock appears on a nearby surface. <laughs> Okay, back to the plug-in. Does anyone <laughs> want to plug anything? Uh, my Flickr? Yeah, go, go for it, man. Uh, it's uh, flickr.com slash photo slash Mike Carson. I update it fairly regularly. Uh, I recently did a spate of Portal 2 papercraft companion cubes, and uh, those have done pretty well, and I update it with photos fairly regularly. Uh, they're good for your eyeballs. Good stuff. Uh, Rich, have you got anything? Yeah, we have a Andrew and I do a tech show. Uh, take it or leave it with our friend Simon that we do live on Sunday evenings at 7 o'clock and it's out as a podcast on Simply Syndicated so maybe people would like that good stuff soon to have Noel Taylor on there as well I understand yes <laughs> yes inventor of internet radio for a second there I thought you meant <laughs> Noel Fielding <laughs> he, he is at the top of my show notes for next week good stuff <laughs> Okay, right. Guys, um, if you want to get in contact with uh, Bombast, you can at bombastpodcast at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter. All these guys are on Twitter. They'll all be in the show notes. Uh, we've got a Facebook page that you can all stick stuff up to. We'll have show notes up there as well. And that's around about it. All I have to do is say thank you very much to everyone for joining me and making it a wonderful show. I love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Bless your little heart. Thank you very much, guys, and I'll see you later. Bye-bye. John Boy. Bye-bye. I'm all for it.